With the NBA Finals around the corner, you can bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet up to $1,500 if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus. Bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Everybody, and welcome to a brand new edition of On to the Next One. It is time to matchmake after UFC Vegas 42, one of the craziest cards of the year. Great follow-up to UFC 268. We had an incredible main event, one of the best fights of the year, a lot of finishes, and this is just a fun early afternoon card, which I love. I love when the UFC does this, but thank you for joining us once again. I am Mike Heck, and joining me as always, the co-host, the co-matchmaker, the P.O.P., my best friend, A.K. Alexander Kaylee, who I is uh, multitasking. I don't know no, what he's I, doing right now. I, I, told, I forgot what. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I'm in the of I, was like, I, was, I was like, why, uh, why is the uh, like Mike's audio looks like it's coming in on my speakers. I'm like, all oh, right, because I. Uh, we're, uh, we're not cutting this, A.K. We're not cutting this. God, dude, this. This is Sunday morning. I, this is this is life as an MMA media member. Sometimes things get a little crazy. Hello. Hi, AK. Uh, hello. Start again. All right. All right. I'm not Let's starting start. again. We're going. You, How you are you, start. AK? <laughs> Got a replacement laptop, Mike. It's throwing everything out of whack. Uh, I have. Uh, I still haven't watched UFC 268's main card. I don't know. I'm. I'm a mess. I'm a mess. But I am caught up with. Uh, despite having a Saturday evening off, I am caught up with uh, the festivities. What a great three week three weeks of fights. My goodness. Yes. They have, it has been really good. Weeks, it has been really good. And uh, what a joy it has been to be an MMA fan. What a joy it is, AK, to watch Max Holloway fight. This guy isn't capable of being boring at all. Not in a boring fight or a boring round or a boring, boring moment. I mean, Max Holloway is just awesome. And he had a great dance partner in Yair Rodriguez. Great fight. Holloway gets it done. I scored it. MMA Fighting's official stance on the main event. 
48-47, Max Holloway. Yair winning rounds one and five. Holloway winning two, three, and four. But now it's kind of where do we go from here? And that shouldn't really be a question because the title fight with Alexander Volkanovsky seems so obvious. But, AK, there aren't a lot of fighters in the sport, and Max is one of them. He transcends titles. He transcends divisions. He honestly transcends the sport in a lot of ways because of everything he can do, the reach he has, not just in MMA, but outside of it, and everything that he's involved in. So with that said, AK, is it the title, the third fight with Volkanovski, or do you think Holloway maybe jumps to 55, takes a different challenge? What do you think happens next? Yeah, he has. I saw a lot of creative responses. Uh, it did seem like going into this, the Volkanovski trilogy bout was the logical uh, fight. However, it, I, I, I see now that maybe there is a, a strong contingent of people that feel like Volkanovski has beaten him twice. Uh, there does not need to be a third fight. So for me, as a Volkanovski supporter, who I think he is the best, by the way, I actually do need to see the trilogy show Mike, because I want people to, I want Volkanovski to be able to erase any doubt that he is better than uh, Max Holloway, which is, again, risky because the second fight was so close and there's no guarantees the third fight would go his way. It could easily, again, end very poorly and, and Holloway could somehow beat him and be considered, uh, once again, the best featherweight, featherweight in the world, despite officially being down 2-1 in the series. So, hey, if that leads to these guys fighting like five times in total in a best-of-five series, I'm not complaining. The second fight was so good. First fight, a little forgettable. Second fight, amazing. Uh, I'm sure the third fight would be great. So... Uh, that, that's me. I saw some great outside the box suggestions. Definitely some, you know, should he move up to lightweight, pursue some big fights there. But I do think, and I think that that will happen someday. I I want him. This trilogy needs to be resolved. This unorthodox trilogy needs to be resolved. Yeah, I think it'll end up being the title fight with Volkanovski, and you can think outside of the box while still making the series, having the series continue, right? Because I want to see it, and I say that because we talked about this on the post fight show. Remember in the pro I know pro wrestling is in a much different space than it than it was like 10 15 years ago but I was a huge wrestling fan mid 90s late 90s WCW WWF ECW and they would it was very rare but they would bust out like a best of 7 series I think it was best of 7 Eddie Guerrero Dean Malenko for the ECW television title they did something similar with Booker T and Chris Benoit I would love to see a best of 7 between Volkanovski and Holloway if Max wins the third fight like listen I obviously it's MMA you can't control the narrative in that way but like how fun would that be to watch these guys just fight seven times potentially seven times and it would be a different fight every single time i would dig it um i know it obviously ties up the rest of the division but who cares interim title fights all day long while the series series continues if there's other guys in line just do interim title defenses who gives a shit this is like this is just fun stuff mma is supposed to be fun this is fun Volkanovski Holloway over and over again. I'll watch that a million times. But in all seriousness, title fight. Then you can do the super fun fights after that if you're Max Holloway. Yeah, I, I just I love, of course, the ideas of best of fives, best of sevens. If they could ever prearrange that in MMA, but like you said, there's so much you can't control. And of course, the fights themselves are so damaging. You know, pro wrestling is damaging in its own way, but it's more sort of this gradual, uh, often a gradual sort of tear. 
um, which is what makes it, you know, more dangerous than MMA in some ways. But the fights themselves, man, like imagine, imagine, well, of course, we're going to talk about Yair in a minute. Imagine the Holloway Yair best of five series, and they're all the fights were like that. You wouldn't make it past the third one. I mean, they're just, <laughs> it just wouldn't, it wouldn't be medically responsible. They just take so much damage. So uh, it'd be so cool to do an MMA, but there's a lot of practical reasons it can't. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it would be amazing if we could do that and, and have guys be mostly in one piece by the end of a seven fight series. It just it's just not likely. And let me say this. Uh, Mike, we don't let get let get political here and I won't get too political. I will say I people please, we need to get vaccinated. We need to get a, a handle on this COVID nineteen thing because Holloway and Yair, it's it sucks that it wasn't in front of a live crowd. You know? These are the kind of fights not just on pay per view, I miss like UFC Topeka. You know what I mean? I, I I want I want these small towns to be able to get these these not small towns. What I you know other towns to be able to get these outside of Las Vegas and New York and and Houston. I miss those fight nights uh, and and these other cities that don't normally get big fights getting a fight like a Holloway Rodriguez. So again, uh, I, I know people have a lot of opinions on this, but I I'm very pro vaccination. I'll say please let's let's do what we can people to get control of this Holloway. He's got to be back in front of a live crowd soon. I agree. Now, for Yair, I hope he stays more active. I hope he recovers quickly. That foot is nasty. He gets that well-deserved family time that he's that he's seeking. To me, this is pretty easy. I know there's a lot of fun options for him. I like the winner of the Cater versus Chikadze fight. They're about to throw it on in January. Winner of that fight makes plenty of sense. And then Yair's not out of the title picture. Giga's not out of the title picture. Heck, even Cater's not out of the title picture at this point. So... Winner of that fight goes on, fights Jair, and then we'll see what happens from there. But I like that idea. Your thoughts? I'm, I'm going with the popular choice here. I think a Brian Ortega matchup makes a lot of sense. Uh, it's, again, I, I said a minute ago, I just said something about health, and now I'm saying, hey, let's throw these two killers in in, in the cage against each other and give them even more damage. Uh, Rodriguez coming off a brutal fight, Ortega coming off a brutal fight as well. But, again, they're just in the same area rankings-wise, and where you get once you get to this level of, at 145, I don't know if there are any easy fights, any non-damaging fights. So Ortega, take off all the time you need. Uh, Yair, take off all the time you need. Maybe their schedules match up, and, and we see these guys uh, fight to stay in contention. And, and honestly, I don't think the loser is like removed from the telepicture forever. It'll just knock them back a fair bit. But um, whoever wins, eh, you know, one fight away after that could get a title shot. Yeah, I think that is the most popular choice. But, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong. if As long as Yair is... Relatively healthy. He's not out for a year, two years. The more we see him, the better, I think. And yeah, he could fight anybody, and I'm definitely watching. Co main event, Marcus Rogerio de Lima just runs through Big Ben Rothwell. Herb Dean kind of losing his marbles out there. He's hesitating. He's unsure of himself. But the, the worst part about the Herb Dean thing is that it unfortunately takes away from the biggest win of Marcus Rogerio de Lima's career. Big win, violent finish. And we might have ourselves a, a new player at heavyweight, AK. Two straight wins. He's 3-1 and one in his last four. What's next? Well, uh, we'll, I don't, we'll talk about Hesden Herb more in a bit. I do, right? Let's put the shine on on uh, Marcos Ruggiero de Lima first. Great performance. 30-some second TKO. Probably on his way to, to winning the fight anyway. Uh, it just sucks. Like you said, the ending was a little bit muddled. Uh, it did look like a finish was coming within the next 10 seconds. But we never know. Ben Rothwell's super tough. He was kind of going for a takedown. Uh, Marcos Jared de Lima is a, is a weird case because he showed a lot of talents at 205, never quite got over the hump. 
now at uh, heavyweight, he's kind of the same guy. It's not like he's. It's not like you look at him like, oh, this. Well, he's a new fighter at, at heavyweight. He's kind of the same guy. But it is really now or never to see uh, whether he is a player at uh, at this division. So I say I, I want to go top fifteen. I'd like to see him take on the Augusto Sakai tied to Avasta loser, which I saw reports coming in overnight. Mike might be rescheduled. It is rescheduled. It's rescheduled. It is rescheduled. Okay. Was it announced on the broadcast? It was. It was. The broadcaster. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there you go. So that that fight is happening. I know a lot of people were wondering what was going on with Ty's fight. Um, that that December uh, UFC two sixty nine. December 11th. So I like him taking on the winner of that. Uh, I don't. Again, I don't know if uh, if uh, Delima is a top 15 guy. That would be a nice. That would get him a win. A win over one of those guys would probably push him into into the global the MMA fighting global rankings. I think. I don't really have a big explanation for this one. Tanner Bozer <laughs> was supposed to fight yeah. Sergey Pavlovich in December. Visa issues scratched it. Pavlovich might find himself in another fight on that card, and who knows? Maybe maybe Delima gets right back there in, in a couple of weeks and fights him. But uh, I'll stick with Tanner Bozer. It's an interesting matchup. I think you got to beat the Tanner Bozer of the world if you want to be a top fifteen guy and and beyond. So, yeah, I will uh, I will go with that. Can I can I just ask one thing real quick? Because I, I forgot to mention this, AK, with the Max Holloway mm-hmm. situation. Conor McGregor spent his entire Saturday talking about Max Holloway. <laughs> like, he was throwing out sarcastic tweets and throwing shade at him, and then this video pops up of Max Holloway on Conor's television screen and Conor pacing around, all yoked up, walking around his living room, just staring at a television screen. Like, <laughs> what, what what is going on here? Like, Dana White was asked about this at the post-fight press conference, and he said it's even silly to talk about this because Connor is injured. Is it that silly? Is it that silly to to have this discussion right now? Holloway's not the most active guy on planet Earth. Would it be completely outside the box to suggest Holloway McGregor two for Holloway's next fight, especially after every all the silliness we saw on Saturday from Connor? Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Like I said, I, I think that's a fight uh, uh, McGregor would be really interested in. Um, even though he has the win over Holloway, it was so long ago. And McGregor has mentioned it many, many times over the past few years on social media, sometimes in a positive way, complimenting Max, sometimes, again, taking shots at each other, which we saw some of that earlier this week. And like I said, the sort of ridiculous home video, tough guy posturing. Um, gosh, and McGregor with nothing to do is such a dangerous, dangerous guy. Maybe the most dangerous version of McGregor is McGregor with too much time in his hands. Um, but no, it's not unreasonable at all. I would even call it likely. I, like, this is the sort of fight that if there was buzz about it in the next couple of months and ended up getting reported and then or officially announced, I don't think any of us would be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they, I mean, we'd be like, yeah, that's a, Max Holloway deserves big fights at this point. The Holloway, the Volkanovski trilogy feels like it's there, it's gonna be there for a bit. Um, win or lose, he could fight McGregor and win or lose, probably still go back down to 145 and get that fight. Uh, so again, it's not out of the question at all and I think a distinct possibility. We're this close to crowning an NBA champ. And with the action heating up on the court, it's even hotter at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet, up to $1,500 if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. 
gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I agree. And speaking of fair and booking fights and matchmaking, is it even fair to book Felicia Spencer, AK? Because <laughs> it, it kind of it kind of hurts my soul to have to do it because she literally beat a quarter, maybe more of this division on Saturday in Leah Letson. She's already lost to Amanda Nunes. She's already lost to Norma Dumont. Yeah, she beat Letson. There's nobody else, man. Like I said this on the post-fight show, and I'll say it again here. Her team, her manager, her whatever, agent, they need to get in a room on Monday with Mick Maynard, Dana White, whoever, and just ask to get the F out of there. Like, just get out. Head to Bellator, head to the PFL, go fight Arlene Blanco, go fight Pan Sorensen in Bellator, try to get back to a Chris Cyborg fight, go to the PFL, Try to win that, Millie. Like, I know the UFC is the dream. Like, when you're a fighter and you're winning fights and you turn pro and you're on this nice run, like, the dream is to fight in the UFC. But is it really when you're coming off of a dominant win and you have to sit on the sidelines hoping, wishing that Amanda Nunes wants to keep fighting at 145? And even then, you now have to hope that Nunes loses the title to somebody along the way that is not named Norma Dumont. The chances of that happening are near like it's nearly zero what a nightmare what a tough spot to be in like great you got a great win great performance you get two paychecks might even get a couple extra shekels from the ufc for getting a finish she's got to get out of there ak right like like what do we do here like you got to get out of there i i don't know if the situation is that dire i would guess she's making a decent amount of money in the ufc i don't i don't think she's obviously one of the higher you know higher tier uh paid athletes but she's probably doing really well i, I probably that's probably why she takes fights against lee letson's why she accepted a fight against danielle wolf i think just making appearances she's making good money now if if uh, kayla harrison definitely leaves the pfl and for some reason the league still decides to do either a featherweight or lightweight tournament 
if you're like if you're Felicia Spencer's agent, you're heading over there right right away and going for that million. Um, again, and, and maybe you try and pursue a fight with Kale Harrison anyway. But I, but definitely, if Kale Harrison is not there anymore and the PFL continues with uh, those higher weight divisions for the women fighters, Felicia Spencer do the damn thing. Um, but I, I I don't I don't know if, if they are in a hurry. I, I I hear everything you're saying. Bellator, of course, very logical. Um, she can get another fight with Cyborg. She there's just a lot of more options at 145 there. For me, uh, I almost I kind of defer. I had to go with some of the something the listeners said in a previous week. Uh, Aspen Lad. I, I I think Lad obviously should go back down to 135. Um, I just and and Spencer would be very tough. I think Spencer. I think the measurements look similar, but I think if you actually saw them in the case together, Spencer's probably quite a bit bigger. Um, as far as like muscle mass and, and all that. So, but I still think Lad, I, I just don't know how committed she is to 135 and I'd like to see her at least maybe take another fight at 145 and then and then try and drop back down. So a lot of question marks about Lad. I'm not enthusiastic about this matchup, Mike. That's just uh, the name that, that came up. Yeah, I mean, I saw it a lot. I don't think it happens. I just don't see Aspen Lad being like, yay, you get to fight Felicia Spencer at 145 <laughs> pounds in a prelim fight. Like, I just don't, I don't know. I just don't see it happening. Well, probably a main card fight, considering that yeah. Andrew Lee and Cynthia Calvillo were buried on the prelims. But yeah, it's just a tough spot, man. Like maybe I like oversold the the direness of it, but I don't think I did. Like if I'm if I'm them, like just there's no growth. Like there might be a fight, maybe six months down the road that could be available to you. But why put yourself through that? When you could just leave, do you think you think if Felicia Spencer goes into the UFC offices and says, "Can you just let me go?" They're gonna be like, "Hell no, you're staying here for the rest of your life." No, they're gonna be like, "Okay, bye." Like, thank you, thank you for your services. We appreciate you. Best of luck, future endeavors. Like, I don't, I don't think they're gonna fight their fighter on this. They're gonna be like, "Cool, like I get it. Like we appreciate you. Here's a couple extra bucks for the finish. Good luck to you." That's what I would thank do. You. Mike, yeah. thank you for resisting the Friday reference. You are such a pro. <laughs> You're such a pro. Thank you. I was like, oh, here. I was like, here it comes. And I, about all the listeners too. I'm trying to think. I'm going to all the listeners. I don't. I don't think any of the listeners who suggested, uh, you know, Spencer to Bellator, or Spencer to PFL. I don't think any of them, any one of them made the Friday reference. So thank you guys. Classy bunch. All professionals here. Well done. Just top tier. Best. Top just, class stuff. just the best listeners in in, in so, right now. Absolutely. Now, now let's have some fun, AK. Let's head to Chaos Williams, because what a win, what a finish over Miguel Baeza. This guy is a problem at 170 pounds. That power is game-changing. A lot of people are ready to throw this guy right into the top 15, throw him into fights at worst with cusp top 15 guys. What do you think? What do we do with Chaos now? Yeah, Chaos Williams is fun as hell. I mean, we knew this when he debuted in the UFC. We've seen nothing but fun since. Uh, he has said people keep overlooking him. I did. I picked Baeza to win. Uh, my picks, by the way, for uh, for that card were terrible. Please do not go to the MMAfighting.com predictions. <laughs> horrible. horrible. I think, Mike, you won. I think you, Mike, you I won. I did. Pick, didn't you? Was like six out of 11? Yeah, not great, but I won. Just, we were not. It was not a great night for the MMA fighting staff. And I I think I picked three? Not three, maybe four with the main event. I think three heading in the main event. I'm not sure. Uh uh, for, for chaos, yeah. I, I, I look. You like you said, you can throw him in top fifteen, top twenty. Um, he does. He is reaching that point where, like I said, I think I need to stop being against him. People need to stop doubting him, and he deserves a bigger test. But, but, I picked this fight before, and I'm sticking with it. Just, just so much fun. Maybe I'll give him the top twenty, top fifteen credit he deserves. Uh, Nico Price, chaos yeah. versus the human embodiment of chaos. Yes, 
Um, Saturday was interesting because you go on Twitter and you see what's going on and it's natural for media members and, and other people to just go out and just, just throw matches together. They're just throwing darts, putting it out there in the ether and trying to see how people will respond to them. I got to say, and I have respect for all these people, leave the matchmaking to the pros. Leave it to AK <laughs> and myself, okay? Because I saw, I saw so many media members, and listen, this is a fun fight, saying, the fight that has to happen, this is the only option, Chaos Williams versus Daniel Rodriguez. What? D-Rod has been one of your absolute stallions, a workhorse, one of the most active fighters on the roster. He enters the top 15. He's a top 15 guy in my eyes, and he was just offered a fight with a freaking top 10 guy in Neil Magny for December, but he was hurt after the Kevin Lee fight. So you think D-Rod, after being just honored and privileged with a Neil Magny fight offer, is going to be excited about fighting Chaos Williams right now? Cool fight, bro. I'm I, like, It's a cool <laughs> fight, but not now. D oh Daniel God. Rodriguez has earned a ranked guy for sure when he returns from his hand injury. And don't give me the, like, you can't give me the recency bias thing because this guy's fought like eight times in the last two years. He has a hand injury. He just fought not that long ago, beat Kevin Lee on less than two weeks notice. And now you're going to have him go back in the rankings and fight Chaos Williams because it's a fun fight? Get out of here with that crap. AK, my best friend, this is why you're in the seat. It is Nico Price. That is 100% the correct answer. Next question, please. Nico is okay, ranked higher oh. right now than Chaos Williams in my eyes anyways. Please. He's coming off a good win. That's the fight without question. Stop overshooting these guys. Stop Michael. it. Michael, please. We have not even gotten to the mic check segments of the show. I mean, there isn't one. I guess I guess you have to manufacture your own. We don't really have one this week. Uh, you, I wish you'd name names. I'm sure. Uh, who, who was it? Who's calling? Was it Jose Youngs? Was it one, no, of, the, one of these, no, guys, no, one of these no, jokers? No. Jed Mishu? No. Stop. Stop. Yes. Oscar, Oscar Willis? Was it an Oscar Willis? One of those guys? <laughs> Leave the matchmaking to us, okay? Leave the matchmaking to us. That's, this Fire. is what we do. This is what we do. We're the best this in the business at this, okay? This, this is why we have a pile of, you and I both have a pile of Otno points <laughs> under our, under our, in a, in a sock under our beds. This is, this is my Otno coffee cup with oh. all the Otno points just sprinkling around in there. Gosh, that's a lot. So that's many. Some of them. Yeah, that's just like that's just what you have on hand. That's your uh, that's your liquid hot no points. That's not even your you know what you have stashed away. Yeah, I have so many in the bank right now. So many in the in, in the little safety deposit box. But let's move ahead to one Song Yudong. Big win stops a very tough guy in Julio Arce in the second round. Two straight wins after the tough loss to Kyler Phillips seems to be coming into his own a bit more. And I I still AK cannot believe that this guy is about to turn 24 years of age with the amount of experience that he has. It's a tough one because even at 23 and three quarters, he's fought like a lot of these guys already. So I'm going to go with the winner of Sean O'Malley versus Halyan Paiva, a.k.a. whoever wins that fight, fights Song Yudong. That makes all the sense in the world to me. Song Yudong has already fought all the Arizona guys already. He fought Casey Kenny, fought Kyler Phillips. Why not try to sprinkle in a third if Sean O'Malley could beat Holly Paiva? You're favoring you're you're going more O'Malley than Paiva, I assume. You mean if if O'Malley if wins. O'Malley wins, yes, and I think he will. Win. Okay, because Paiva, I believe, is teammates with Song Yudong, right? 
Uh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, because Pipe is now at Alpha Male. Yeah, so O'Malley. Yeah. If if O'Malley, yes. either way, O'Malley versus Song Yudong is the next fight. So excuse me, I forgot. We all, all about know. That. No, no, Mike. We all know that's what you meant. You are infallible. <laughs> we just explained. I'm this. wrong. I was so, wrong. So no, no. What? What? Whoa! Easy now. Edit that out. Edit that out. We'll fix that in post. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Break. <laughs> Okay, Mike. That's a great Mike. That's a great pick. O'Malley. Yeah, you're right. If O'Malley beats Paiva, you're right. I mean, because obviously Paiva and uh, and Song Yudong are teammates. You wouldn't suggest that. Only a fool would, as uh, some of our more foolish <laughs> listeners did. So a great job, Mike. Great matchmaking. Uh, excellent work. <laughs> great, good stuff. Uh, I went with uh, also sort of a speculative uh, matchup: Asun Sao, uh, Ricky Simone winner. I was really thinking Asun Sao. I forgot that he was booked to fight Ricky Simone. December 18th. So, uh, yeah, again, step up, top 15. Uh, Simone will be, I don't know if I quite have him in my top 15, but he would take Asun Sao's spot. If uh, if he beats him, Asun Sao would keep his spot if he beats Ricky. So, um, yeah, I, again, Song Yadong, another guy I keep doubting, probably because he's so young. Um, he's a great fighter. <laughs> he's a really good fighter, and I need to stop uh, need to stop underestimating. Yes. We now move ahead to the wild card round. The prelims were bananas, a.k.a. So there's a lot of fun options here. Uh, who is your UFC Vegas 42 wild card selection? We're going to match make for a fighter we have not match made for yet. Could be a loser in the main card, winner on the prelims. Your thoughts? I probably should have gone with Andrea Lee because I did make quite a quite a kerfuffle before the show about why is this flyweight belt between her and Cynthia Calvillo stuffed uh, you know onto the under the prelims again. It's not that huge of a deal. It is all. It was all in ESPN Plus, so essentially it's all undercard, it's all main card, it's all mashed together. So it's not as big of a Wish they'd gotten a little more respect. Great win for Andrea Lee. Not my wild card pick. Uh, da Unjung, who opened the card. Um, I'm going to give him some respect. This is Da Unjung, by the way, UFC graphics team, not Chan Sung Jung. Uh, <laughs> let me say that. But let me say, first of all, I, I don't I don't speak for the entire Asian community. Uh, for anyone who didn't see this, they had the wrong Jung on the graphic. They had a, they had a Da and Jung versus uh, uh, Kenyan's Chukwu graphic, and they put they had Chen Sung Jung. At least they have the same uh, the same surname. You know what I mean? So so I get it. This this to me, I, I could be offended. I think a lot of Asian people out there could be offended. But to me, this is a database thing. So, someone was just lazy. It's not an excuse. I'm not saying people shouldn't be offended. If you're offended by it, I totally understand. But I think someone just got lazy. They looked up the Jung in the in the database, grabbed the graphic, threw it in there, um, and 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 didn't think twice about it. So uh, finger of shame, finger of shame, uh, UFC graphics team. But I don't think this is like, I don't think it's that big. It's not as oh I gotta re, I gotta retweet this. This isn't as bad as I, I shared it with you guys when they once mistook James Muntazri and Kevin Lee. <laughs> Clearly, this, this is Kevin. I think it was both their first fight in, fights in the UFC, and they just assumed because it was the last name Lee that the, that James Muntazri was Kevin Lee. Anyway, that's that was way worse. Uh, so this was just, I, I think, an amusing gaffe. Let's move on. I, I, I you know, it's not a big deal. But uh, Dallin Junk, man, third time, the broken record. Another guy got a stuff underestimating. Song Yudong, Chaos Williams, Dan Jung. I apologize to all you guys. With all you guys to lose, uh, Dan Jung looked amazing. Smoking and Zuchuku was standing elbows. Holy crap! Uh, I knew this guy was good. He's unbeaten in the UFC. Uh, so let's give him again top fifteen. It's time. Give him a real test. Uh, Nikita Krylov. Bring, bring it on. I'll tell you who I'm not picking. AK. I'm not picking Joel Alvarez because you have to make weight, dude, and you have to show some some sort of remorse when you don't make weight. You cannot get on the scale, miss weight. 
and then like smile and celebrate about it. Like you can't be rocking the Randy Orton pose with a smile on your face when you miss weight 10 minutes into weigh-ins. I slacked you, AK, right after. I'm like, does he realize that he missed weight again? What that was confusing. Re- yeah, very confusing. Good fighter, impressive win. But until you make weight, I'm not even going to, I'm not matchmaking for you at all. Even if do you're on the main him? card, he's gone. Do we he's, ban- do we listen, listen, I mean, there's a lot of listener suggestions. Do, are we banning him? Do you want me to not read it? No, 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 no. Moving forward, like listener suggestions from I, now. It, just in my sure. mind, if you want to match. I can if, ban him. It'll, it'll shorten the show. I can easily. There's a lot of Alvarez <laughs> suggestions. We can easily ban him. Listen, if the Otno community wants to match big for Joel Alvarez, okay, okay. great. But until he steps on the scale and it says 156 or below, or he goes up to welterweight, I'm not matchmaking him for him. So okay. I am going with Andrea Lee. And she is just finding herself in a great spot. Mentally, her life is in a much better spot. Physically, she's in the best shape of her career. She's just flowing out there. She beat the hell out of Cynthia Calvillo. And that is not easy to do. Not a lot of fighters can say that. I know Jessica Andrade stopped her quickly, but Jessica Andrade is just a different kind of animal. Andrew Lee just piled it on. That was the best performance of her career. Back-to-back best performances of her career. I'm doing it, AK. There's still so much debate about this fight from a couple of years ago. Let's run it back. Andrea Lee versus Lauren Murphy, too. Run it back. Let's get some closure on this. And let's see if Andrea Lee is not only a, a, a top five potential 125-er, but someone who could actually get to a title fight. She was very, very close to getting to a title fight a couple of years back. A win away. A win away. If she had beat Joanne Calderwood at UFC 242, she probably would have got the next title fight. Now she's gotten to take some steps back, take a loss or two, come back, grow a little bit, let some of that chaos in her life go further and further behind her. She's in the best place of her career right now. Yeah, that's what I do. Let's just let's just run that damn fight back because Lauren Murphy wanted to fight Cynthia Calvillo. Now the fight makes not a lot of sense because Calvillo just got finished in back-to-back fights. So give Andrea Lee that fight. Let's see if she can get that one back. Yeah, this is the perfect matchup. Uh, I I will be, this for me is like the lock of the week. This is like, I will be disappointed. Not angry, Mike. I will be disappointed with the matchmakers if they don't try to put this one together. If something comes up and for whatever reason they don't want to fight each other, if someone gets injured, fine, whatever. I would like to at least hear some rumblings this fight is being worked on because it just, the timing is perfect. This was on MMADecisions.com, Mike, their most controversial fight of last year, of 2020. It was... Uh, let me just run rattles off for you. Twelve out of the twelve media members who scored the, twelve scored it for Andrea Lee. Listeners, uh, sorry, no, excuse me, voters on MMADecisions.com, ninety one point four percent scored the fight for Lee. Ninety one point four, either thirty twenty seven or twenty nine twenty eight. You combine those, so nine, so one hundred percent of the media. 91% of uh, voters on MMADecisions.com, which I think is a pretty good uh, sample size. I, re- I always recommend people to, to visit this site. So, uh, you, you know, we love, we, we, we think the, the world of Lauren Murphy, a great fighter, this is one that uh, the majority definitely feel uh, the judges got wrong. Yes, and I recommend you all go back and watch that fight. It was very close. I scored, a, I, I did score for Andrew Lee myself, but the fight was was very, very close. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I I don't know if after watching it a few times, I went from, okay, this is probably a robbery to, yeah, this is closer than that. But I, I still felt Andrea Lee won the fight. She deserves to run this one back. Um, 
Yeah, when, I, 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 the timing's perfect. It's never going to be a better time to do that rematch. There's a story there. And, uh, yeah, just don't bury this one on the prelims. <laughs> Put it on a main I'll card. Do, I'll do a rubber review. If it gets rebooked, I will immediately do I have not had the chance to rewatch that fight. I will. That will definitely be. That's on the, that is definitely on the rubber review docket, for sure. Okay. Um... Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. What do we have? Do we have check the tapes? No mic check this week, right? I, I do no, have well, I do well, have well, something well. to say uh, to one individual, but go right ahead. Oh my, okay. Let's uh, yeah, let's just go over some points first. Uh, Jacob Best and Nate Andrews, both at different points uh, during the year, this past year, called for uh, Diego Fajeda versus Matus Gamrat. So I want to give both of them a point. Um, I think I think Jacob Best was quite a bit earlier uh, in the year, but that's fine, whatever. It, uh, I like the idea. They put the idea out there. This fight does look like it's happening December 18th. So, uh, uh, sorry, half a point. You know, I'm sorry. Split that. Split Jacob Best, Nate Andrews, split that point. Uh, Loctagon, if you're out there, that's a half point for Best Andrews. Uh, listeners, share this point, please. Uh, Thompson, Wonderboy versus Bilal Muhammad, December 18th. Uh, Adesanya Whitaker, too, of course, a shoe in. We were just waiting for a date. Uh, looks like that's UFC 271, February 12th. And on that same card, uh, I know we had a couple listeners go, more than a couple, I should say, go for uh, Vince Pichel and Marco Madsen. So there you go. So just a, just a few uh, points to sprinkle around there. There you go. So let me let me just address something real quick since there's no mic check. Okay, you go first. I have to call out. I'm gonna have to call out Herb Dean. Herb Dean, but go ahead. Okay, and then you, you can do a, a an AK check. It's just a quick, it's just a quick check of yeah. Um, so last week I went on a a rant that a lot of people apparently appreciated because I heard from a lot of you. Um, VVY fifty three ninety seven on our website wrote this long email and I responded pretty viciously pretty angrily um some people took his side a lot of people took my side uh but that here's the thing i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say two things one i'm not taking back anything that i said uh i will say this perhaps upon first reading of said email or said message and said comment Perhaps I read it in a tone that maybe wasn't presented in. It seems like a it seemed like it was a mic check as I was first reading it. And then when you throw in the world and then like we talked about last week, throwing in the words and you know it, that's a that's a trigger. That's a trigger. 
When you throw in the words and you know it and you're trying to defend an argument, I'm going to freak out a little bit. Um, and that's what happened. Perhaps, perhaps I took it a little too far. Perhaps I was a little too vicious. Perhaps I shouldn't have been as angry as I was. And sometimes when you read text messages and you read emails and you read these comments, it doesn't come off the way you maybe you perceive them. And I thought his response, while not completely correct, uh, he basically said, like, listen, I, I was trying to be respectful. I wasn't trying to be a, bra a, a jerk about it. Um, I thought it was very respectful. He was glad he, he was recognized. He thought the he got he actually I lawyered myself. He's me raising my voice was because I was wrong. AK, how many times you heard me raise my voice with passion? Not because I feel I'm wrong. It's because I feel like I'm right. Often, all the yes. time, all the time on all of our shows, not just this show, preview shows, post fight shows. This happens a lot. You so, did it. You did it literally like 15 minutes ago. I just did it. I literally just did it. <laughs> it's because I was right. So he wants. He wants five Otno points if they oh if the UFC God. books Marab versus Cheeto, and not just reader Otno points. He wants my Otno points. He wants my Otno points. Five of them. If Cruz fights Corey, if if they book Dominic Cruz versus Corey Sanhagen in May, he wants five Otno points. Mike, you know, they're your points. You're you're free to do whatever you, I can't stop you. Like I if you were said he wants five like Otno points, obviously that's a that's a that's a that's a unilateral decision you and I have to make. Uh no, I mean it's your but your points, it's you can do whatever you want. You could bet a hundred uh, I know you're you're a gambling man. I don't know what you do with your point. I don't want to know. <laughs> I take I take a don't ask, don't tell policy when it comes to Mike Hex Otno points. So but uh this is you're saying publicly this guy's asking for your points. Okay, I will say this. If if they book if Dominic the only reason the only way you get any Otno points, BBY, is if they book Corey Sanhagen versus Dominic Cruz in May. They book it June first, you get zero. You get nothing. June second, nothing. April thirtieth, nothing. It's gotta be in May because that seems to be your point. Uh, I will say this. There is a part of me that just throws these predictions out because I want Otno points, and it's just like a fun thing to do. I don't really do it for the Otno points. But if they book Marab Devalishvili versus Corey Sanhagen, I am going to do a video of me doing backflips. I'm going to dance. I am going to do this whole staying alive musical video on Instagram Live, strolling down the streets of Bluffton, South Carolina. Because that will be the greatest auto point ever. I will not accept any other auto points for the rest of my career. I will do this show just to do the show the same way I'm doing it now. But that if that's the last auto point of my career, if they book Marab versus Corey Sandhagen, I am thrilled that that will be the last auto point of my career. That would be the greatest auto point of my life. And I'm sticking by that. I still think the UFC should do Sandhagen versus Marab. And I still think they will do Sandhagen versus Marab at some point. And it doesn't matter. The, and here's the thing about this show, Mr. VVY. Even if they book Marab versus Cheeto in December, you don't win. You win nothing. Because if Marab wins, Corey Sanhagen's next fight could still be against Marab. And that's where the Otno point comes from. What's next for Corey Sanhagen? Next for Corey Sanhagen will be Marab. So there you go. They can book your little fight, but it means nothing. It means nothing. 
all, in all in all seriousness, VVY, my God, appreciate your response. Perhaps I should have been in Florida when I responded. Florida Mike's a whole different vibe. <laughs> so, agree to disagree. Maybe I was too harsh on you, and I apologize for that. Uh, but I will not. I will not take away what I said. I'm not changing my mind. You did not. I did not lawyer myself. And if they book, you get out no points if they book Cruz versus Sanhagen in May and not a second before or after. So there you go. Well, like I hope the you know the the, the mystery. Listen, we're, you and I are very powerful, of course, in the mastering community. But uh, you know, no points do not come out of thin air. There is a you know, I hope the shadow accountants behind the scenes that we have to deal with. It, kind of like uh, if anyone's seen uh, Game of Thrones, the, the Golden Company. Uh, they're like these mysterious bankers. Uh, yeah, that's kind. Of, we you know, there's people who generate who who, who do get these auto points out there. So I hope they kept track of all that um, because uh, it's quite a wager you've put out there. And uh, I know I locked it on again if you're out there. I know you're, you're probably keeping track of that. Again, you don't have to legally. I'm telling you, please don't. But um, if you are, uh, good luck with that. Loctagon's becoming like our New York Rick because there are people who send out suggestions and like they're leaving these notes for Loctagon, uh, <laughs> leaving notes for him, which is great. Oh so this thing's taking off. We haven't even seen we haven't even seen Please. the spreadsheet yet, and Loctagon's already being put to work. They, so they they have it ready. Like we're probably saving it for when we might have a slow week or weekend off. We'll see. Uh, we might take account of these things, but uh, yeah, give them a follow on Twitter at the very least, please. Uh, yes. I believe they're at Loctagon. So. I would agree. Uh, All right, AK, go ahead. This is very quick. I, I don't want to beat a dead horse here. We criticize uh, Herb Dean all the time, or hesitant Herb, as we'll, we'll go, we'll be calling him uh, every now and then. Um, it, it just, it, you know, the, again, this wasn't the worst of his errors. Like I said, I think the fight was close to being finished anyway. But uh, Dana White is right. I, I, I'm, I'm with UFC President Dana White on this one. That uh, you got to stop touching people. You got to stop having hesitancy. You got to stop doing this little dance when you're going to stop a fight or not stop a fight. This is people's livelihoods you're messing with. This is their their lives. Period. Their health you're messing with sometimes. Um, sometimes he's early, sometimes he's late. This is not a recent thing. I see a lot of people saying, Herb's having a tough year. Guys, this has been going on for the better part of the last decade. Um, I get it, he's experienced, which is fine. Uh, he's had some great calls in the past, but uh, the Frank Mir, look, the Frank Mir, Tim Sylvia call, one of the great referee calls, was like over a decade ago. So I give him credit for it, but just like anyone, someone can lose their fastball. They can lose their edge, and they're, they can they can uh, start second guessing themselves. Which, if you watch her, if you've been watching Herb Dean referee, he's been doing it constantly. I mean, there's just, this wasn't this year. Uh, uh, Henan Barrow and Arai uh, Faber with terrible championship fight stoppers. That was seven years ago, guys. That's 2014. Um, uh, the, the 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 Jai Herbert uh, controversy with with the the Dan Hardy situation. I was on Dan Hardy's side at the time. And I still am. I, I think that was a mess by Herb Dean. Uh, C.B. Dalloway once almost got like murdered uh, because Herb wouldn't stop the fight. Um, the Kaikar France, Rogerio Bontarine, bizarre like non-stoppage, which could have been so much worse. Chris Weidman and Luke Rockhold, he was the referee for that fight. That fight could have been stopped so much earlier. These are just five examples, guys. There are many. And I get it. He's under the microscope. We see him a lot. He's not the only poor referee. But I just think I would like to see people... If there's anyone that's still defending him and calling him the best, I just think it's wrong. And I, and I don't think Herb's a bad person. Everyone who speaks of him, who knows him, speaks very highly of his character. I think he's a good dude. Um, but he needs to either take a break or, or really have help, have someone help him sort of reevaluate how to make these decisions because he is struggling. He is struggling. And again, I'm not saying it's because he's a bad person. But if someone's having a hard time, I think they have to be, it has to be addressed. 
Um, so uh, again, another I think another iffy, weird situation that he created where we're talking about him more than the result of the fight, and that's just bad. And that's just any sport. If you're talking about the referee more than the athletes, that's a bad sign. So a uh, little bit of a check for Herb Dean. I, I hope he can get it figured out. Um, and uh, we don't have more instances like this going forward, but it has to be addressed. Well said. And I understand yeah. that people are like, well, these guys are heavyweights. You got to get in there. It's impossible. You guys got to remember that Herb Dean isn't just a referee. He's like, they called him the gold standard for a long time. He's a big dude. He's competed in MMA. He's had pro MMA fights. Like, you got to be better. Like, I understand the guys are bigger, but I mean, this is the job. John McCarthy was ripping dudes off people. We've seen referees like belly to back suplex guys. We've seen referees put, having to, like to force themselves into ch- like just subduing fighters, yeah. rear naked chokes, putting them to sleep. Like, maybe that's a, I mean, you definitely don't want to do that. That's not like why you wake up in referee fights, but refereeing sucks. It's a hard job. It's mm-hmm. a thankless job. Sometimes you get refs. some praise. Credit to all the refs. But yeah, he, he's he's had a rough go. And Chris Tyone, who had the worst one of the worst years in the history of refereeing last year, <laughs> I feel like he's gotten a lot better. But again, man, you got to pull the trigger on these points. You can't just say final warning, final, final oh. warning, absolute final warning. Like if the same penalty happens twice, you take a freaking point. Enough is enough. Let's just go. Like we don't need like like stop adding adjectives to this. Absolutely final, final, final warning. <laughs> no, you kick the guy yeah, in the nuts twice. The second one almost knocked the guy out of the fight. Take a freaking point. It didn't matter in the in the grand scheme of the fight, anyways, because chaos knocked him out. But you gotta take a point, dude. One Come more on. low blow, sir, and you you are on double secret probation. <laughs> I am right. telling you. you, double secret <laughs> sir, double secret probation. I swear. <laughs> one more. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna make you sit on a stool for 30 seconds. Time <laughs> really out. Think bro. about what you've done. Yeah. Really, no point. But really think about what you've done here. <laughs> You're gonna reflect. We're gonna put you in the box of shame for 30 seconds. Uh, all right, AK. Let's 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 go to the peeps. Uh, why don't you go out and give the uh, the standard disclaimer? Yeah, very standard here. Uh, emphasis, guys. Mostly talking about winners. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll pick up a few losers here and there. Uh, categories rule. If you want your points, you're really only getting a, a single point for yourself if you have an answer that nobody else had. It's getting more difficult these days. A lot, a lot of, a lot of listeners sending in picks. We love all of you, uh, guys. Just weird mistakes. Wrong weight class. The people fought already recently, and you didn't suggest it was a rematch or why they should fight again. Uh, someone injured, someone released, someone who's booked, and you just might not know about it. And uh, your pick might just be doo doo. And we don't want to read it. And this happens a lot too. All right, let's get right into this. Aussie Dad Bloke. Is Max getting a third fight against Volkanovsky after losing twice? Maybe. Is Max going to get the returning McGregor fight at 155? Maybe. I'd like to see Max take a fight at 155 against a top tennis guy to dip his toes in the water to set up a McGregor rematch. Maybe the Riddell Fazeev winner. Probably not the best career move either for either guy, but I'm selfish and I want to see Rodriguez versus Ortega. So there you go. Aussie Dad Bloke throwing out some different suggestions. Definitely category rules. Uh, Angus Davies, Alvarez versus Dan Hooker would be wild. Can't disagree, but Alvarez got to make weight. And if I'm Dan Hooker, I'm not taking that fight until Alvarez makes weight. So That was the most popular Dan Hooker pick I saw. Uh, sorry, uh, Joel Alvarez pick I saw. Uh, I'll mention a couple other ones later. You'll, you'll probably mention them before I do. Um, it feels like it's a reward. That's a big fight for Joel for Joel Alvarez. We can't reward him for missing with a name like Dan Hooker for missing weight. Why? We can't do that. I, I don't like that pick at all. I saw that was the most the number one Alvarez pick I saw. I don't like it at all. 
Dan Hooker got his visa to fight at UFC 266 like two days, like four days before the fight, flew over, landed in Vegas late Thursday night, woke up, made weight, and then three weeks later, made weight again. Dan Hooker, like, no, Dan Hooker's not going to take that fight. And he shouldn't take that fight until Joel Alvarez can prove that at least once at this point that he can make 156. And if he can't, at least like be like, oh, man, I tried my hardest. I'm very sorry. Not smile and celebrate it. Uh, Alec Anilion likes Daun Jung versus Iwan Kuchalaba and Sean Woodson versus Melzik Bagdasarian. I, I've seen a lot of the Woodson Bagdasarian ones. Mm-hmm. I just I think Woodson's just so far ahead of him. Bagdasarian, okay, yeah. did, Bagdasarian just didn't do do himself any favors at 268. He got a win, but I think Woodson's just so far ahead of him. Uh, Owen Carroll, Daun Jung versus Nikita Krylov. Uh, Rafael Alves versus Patty Pimblett. Sean Woodson versus Lando Venata. I know Venata's going to fight, but still win or lose, you could still do that. Andrew Lee versus Jessica Andrade. That's a big step up. I dig it, though. Uh, Joel Alvarez versus Chaos Williams, AK. Joel needs to move up. He likes Felicia Spencer versus Aspen Ladd. He also believes Herb Dean should be fired. He makes way too many mistakes, way too often. So annoying. Dan Hardy was so right about this, man. He is a bad ref, and nobody will convince me otherwise. And then his last suggestion, AK, I want to get your take on. Courtney Casey versus Macy Barber. Casey versus Barber. I oddly saw Lee versus Barber. It's not one. That's the only Barber suggestion I saw. Um, I think that makes more sense than Lee versus Barber. Definitely. Uh, Casey's such a tough out, and 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 frankly, maybe I don't want to say the, the kind of person that uh, Barber should have been fighting earlier. Because she is tough, and it could have derailed her in the same way that some of Barbara's opponents already have. But I do feel like Casey is a step below some of the people that have beaten Barbara, so maybe that's where they should have gone first. So yeah, I, I, I mean, sorry, it's a long way to say I like the matchup. Yeah, the other the other media one that I kept seeing was Andrea Lee picks up the biggest win of her career, starches Cynthia Calvillo, a top 10 fighter. Andrea Lee's probably going to enter the top 10 herself. Let's... Let's have her fight Man and Fioro. Like, come on, dude. That is a terrible <laughs> suggestion. That's I a terrible piece it. of business. Ta- sorry, and I respect this person very much, but that's an awful piece of matchmaking. Awful. Biggest win of your career. I'm going to have you fight five spots back against a, a dangerous prospect. Come on, dude. You got to be better Maybe they don't that. believe it. Maybe, that maybe that's that's a very pro-Fioro uh, pick. Maybe they don't believe in, the, in Lee as a contender. I don't know. Well... If Manny Fioro goes in and starts with Cynthia Calvillo like that, maybe we could talk about it. Uh, <laughs> Conwizzle91, DeLima versus Walt Harris would be a fun heavyweight matchup. Yeah, I don't mind that. Chaos versus mm-hmm. anybody would be a fun fight. I'm going Nico Price. <laughs> Song Yudong looked great. Like to see him versus the winner of Ricky Simone versus Javier Asunso since the winner figures to be ranked. And while I know AK will be hating on the weight miss, Joel Alvarez had such an impressive performance. I'd like to see him versus the winner of Riddell versus Fiziev. No. <laughs> no, too much. I mean, it'd be a great fight, but no, like I said, you know, again, Mike, we've made it clear how we feel about it. And let me say with the Chaos Williams versus anyone thing, I think he was the most matched up fighter. I, I think I saw like 10 different names thrown out for Chaos Williams. So yeah. that's, so Chaos versus anyone is really the safest. You're not going to get not no point for it, but it's really the safest pick you can make. Yep. And there was a lot of Alvarez too. There's one suggestion that I yeah, really I liked. Uh, which I'll get to in a minute. DG Brandon, Lee versus the winner of Grasso versus Araujo. No problem with that. 
Alvarez. Can I predict what? Can I predict what the Alvarez pick you liked is? Because I think I got it too, and okay. I actually really like this. You let me know when it. you're getting it. Okay. Yeah. Let me know when. You're getting it. Yeah. If it comes up, say ding, and then I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, Joel okay. Alvarez versus Bobby Green. Can't reward him with another ranked opponent due to the weight miss, so give him a fun one. I don't have a problem with that. Song Yudong versus Hyoni. Bobby, I think Bobby Green deserves better than him. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm really mad. I, the people are right. I'm really crusty about the weight miss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Song Yudong versus Hyoni Barcelos. Uh, I don't think Barcelos is an opponent right now. I actually think he just scratched himself from a fight. Uh, Chaos Williams versus Randy Brown. Yair versus the winner of Giga versus Cater. Hot Take. Holloway versus Korean Zombie, AK. Yeah, I saw someone say that uh, he was still one fight away, and I'm like, from a title fight, I'm like, is he? <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that fight someday, obviously, but I don't think we need to see it now. It's that that's a fight that can that can happen. That can happen at lightweight. That can happen anytime. Yep. That can happen anytime. Poppy Bryant, Delima versus Sergey Spivak, Williams versus Eliza Zaleski Dos Santos, Yudong versus the Cruz versus Munoz loser. Just imagine Faber in Song Yudong's corner versus Dominic Cruz. <laughs> well, well said, and he's also very excited. He goes. It's alive! Woodson versus Melsic Bagdasarian. Although I, I don't love the fight. I do like the hashtag. Poppy Bryant reminded me of it. The gun versus the sniper. <laughs> I dig it. So I mean, all right. I'm so Poppy Bryant. I forgot about the hashtag. I won't lie. So I'm a little more sold on it just so we can have this hashtag. But I, I do feel that Sean Woodson is ahead of him. Uh, John A. Ray, 92. Andrew Lee versus Chikagan. Maya loser. Sure. Song Yudong versus Stamen Namagamadoff. Winner. Yeah, Cody Stamen, I, I don't... That's not a bad pick. There's a lot of... Uh, that's another one that needs some closure. Chaos Williams versus Kevin yeah, Lee, rematch, AK. Yeah. Is it Chaos Williams versus Kevin Lee? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like. I saw some, I saw that one thrown out there. Yeah, makes I sense. I like that one too. Rogerio DeLima versus Juan Espino. Uh, Yair versus Zombie 2. And Holloway versus whoever the hell he wants. Dig, bo- dig all of I those. Saw- I also saw that uh, Holloway, yeah, Holloway versus anyone and Chaos Williams versus anyone. If only we could have Holloway versus Chaos Williams somehow, then we really, we didn't really get a stew going. <laughs> uh, River Crossing, Spencer versus Wolf, since it's the only fight to make, or get with a nutritionist <laughs> and drop to one thirty-five. I mean, literally, and I hate the I Daniel don't Wolf think that's fight. That's a good idea. The Daniel Wolf fight is awful. She, Spencer might, we might see a dead I mean, body in that fight. <laughs> she would I she very likely would smash her. I'm but yeah, she can't go down to one she can't I don't think she could go down to one thirty five. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I take a look at Felicia Spencer. I think she's very healthy and happy at one forty five. I, I don't want her having to do an extreme weight cut to get that extra ten off. Yeah. And Daniel Wolf, a one and fighter. There's no business she has oh. no business being in there with Felicia Spencer. I'm sorry. Credit to her. She's in the UFC. I get why. They, they booked, booked it. it, and it was the worst booking they I've ever have. seen. They shouldn't have. They shouldn't have, but they booked it. It's horrible. Daniel Wolf should also go into the offices and say, let me go. Uh, he likes Song Yidong versus the Paiva O'Malley winner as well. Higher by Creed, Holloway, McGregor 2 at 155. I know Holloway's the rifle number one contender, but I'm not really screaming for a third fight with Volk right now. Okay. Uh, Williams versus Lesky would be a banger. Wildcard Joel Alvarez has to move to 170. He likes Joel Alvarez versus Kevin Lee, AK. Joel Al, uh, uh, yes, yeah, I like that. He goes up. Okay, that's that's good set. Some of these Joel Alvarez sessions aren't bad. Is that the one that you thought that I would I would like? No. Okay, I don't think you've mentioned it yet. Okay, all right. London 88, Holloway versus McGregor, Yair versus the Teporia Evloyev winner. Of course, Mavzar Evloyev just took to Twitter moments ago as we're recording this and said, watching that main event, he saw a lot of holes, and he would fight both guys in one night, he said. So 
some chutzpah. Good on you, Mopsar. Sure. Uh, Dalima versus Speedo. Rothwell versus Danho. Uh, Chaos versus D-Rod. No. Baeza versus Aleski Dos Santos. <laughs> <laughs> Song Yidong versus Jack Shore, AK. That's, that's a fun one. But Song Yidong is quite ahead of him in the rankings. Though. Like I said, it's a but great he deserves fight. A top, a great... But Jack Shore deserves and a top Jack, 15 guy. Jack Shore point. is awesome, Jeff. Yeah, but Song Yidong is not a top 15 guy I right think he now. is. So I'm saying... I think he's number 15. I think both guys deserve a top 15 opponent and not each other, is what I'm saying. All right. All right. Well said, AK. Half an auto point. Here you go. I'll Venmo it to you. you. Yeah, yeah. Hit the Venmo, yeah. Arce versus Nate Manus. Uh, Lee versus Barber. Yeah, I mean, I I don't... I know the Man of Fiora one, sure. Like, I I gave a little crap about it. Barber's a big name right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe I don't I don't love it, but if if you're giving me a choice, what makes more business sense and experience sense and all that, Lee would get a bigger rub off of beating Macy Barber than she would yes. off of Man and Fiora right now. It's just sure. it's just facts. I still for the Casey suggestion for Barber though, because I think I think Andrew Lee would smash uh, Macy Barber right now, and I don't think that's good. I, I think that's good for Macy Barber's development. If people care about that sort of thing, so I'd rather her fight Courtney Casey. I think. Yeah, I like that idea. Uh, Sean Woodson versus Lando Venata, win or lose. Alves versus Rosa. Charles no. Rosa. No, you Wait, can't what? do that. Am Rosa. I wrong? Is there another Rosa I'm not thinking of? Uh, yeah. Julian. Uh, Wait, hold on. Or Julian E. Rosa, who's also a 45er. So a 45er? Yeah, I'm not uh, in. No. No, I don't. No, I'm confused. <laughs> Down Jung versus Devin Clark. Yeah, I like that. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, our, fun, our friend uh, Max Block. <laughs> this is good. Hello, Mike. Hope you and the Otno crew are doing well this week. I was so happy to hear you and AK liked by Hussar versus Hanyak pick. I'm really hoping to get an Otno point for my lengthy explanation and unique fight, fight pick. However... I hear there's another Max Block in the Otno ranks. For reference, I am not Max Block photography, which means there may be a Max Block battle on our hands. I am a different Max Block entirely. I'm an engineer and not a photographer. How How many Max Blocks can there be? Apparently there's more. So, continuing on. So for Loctagon, please make a note for Otno Point purposes. I am Canadian Max Block or Max Block the Engineer, but I am not Max Block Photography, nor have I messaged AK for the show before, although AK is admittedly awesome. Now, as far as my one special pick for this fight card, I would absolutely love to see Joel Alvarez versus Grant Dawson, assuming Alvarez can make weight. I feel like Alvarez with the slick submission skills would make Dawson have to really mind his P's and Q's with his takedowns. Dawson would have the advantage in a pure grappling sense and could outwork Alvarez standing. However, as we saw on Saturday, Alvarez is a serious problem on the feet if he can't be backed up like he was by Demir Ismagulov, for example. I especially feel like cardio would be a deciding factor of who wins the contest if it goes all three rounds. Dawson losing round three to Ricky Glenn. Alvarez having never won by decision inside the UFC. I feel like it would be a genuinely fair and strong test for both men, which would really show where each are really at in the lightweight division's shark-infested waters. What say you, Mr. Heck? And ding, ding, ding. That is the suggestion I liked the most. Uh, okay, two things. I'm sorry. I was too fixated on 
<laughs> the Max, Max Block. <laughs> yeah, because I think the Max Blocks photographer is also Canadian. No so, way. <laughs> maybe they have to be cut. You guys, I'll say this: Max Block. I should I give them the cut. Like their, we should keep, pass on their contact information. About you're probably cousins or something, and you probably don't even know it. You're probably <laughs> from the same, the, the great blocks of of Canada. Uh, I believe Max Block photographer Canadian. Um, wow. Anyway, I'm sorry, Mike. What was the? Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I was I was distracted there. What was the exact? What was that scenario presented there? Joel Alvarez versus Grant Dawson. Oh, okay. I did like that one, but that was not what I was thinking. Uh, have you? Had, I don't think you've mentioned this yet. Sarukian. That's a crazy fight. Okay. Well, I like, I like that idea too. Obviously, I also think Sarukian would beat him, so yes. I view this as some form of punishment, uh, which is not a great. Which, by the way, is not a great way to make to do matchmaking. You shouldn't be trying to punish fighters, but when you break the sacred sanctity. Is that an oxymoron? Sacred sanctity? I don't care. I'm saying it anyway. When you break the sacred sanctity official morning weigh-in, there has to be consequences. So uh, I do like the Dawson matchup, but uh, I'm leaning more towards uh, Sarukian, which I saw quite a few people mention. Or you throw Joel Alvarez up to 170 and fight Shafkat Rachmanov. Yeah, yes. Also, that would also be quite a bit of punishment. <laughs> yeah, that'd be big time punishment. Yeah, I, I like. I, I think the Grant, Grant Dawson just has a style that could make mm -hmm. could be a very long knife for you. Um, yeah, I like that idea a lot. Uh, our fan from Italy, Francesco Holloway, needs a big match. Why not the return of Henry Cejudo for the number one contender at one forty-five? That's a big fight, and I saw that's that. interesting. Interesting. I saw who did. I should mention. Oh, I'll mention them later when I when I when I get back to it. But yes, uh, I very creative. Yep, Delima versus Bozer, Spencer versus Holly Holm, Chaos versus Li Jing Liang, Woodson versus Daniel Pineda. I know Pineda suspended. Depends on how long that suspension is. Yeah, maybe because Woodson wants to wait till March, wait till the spring. Casey versus, ooh, this is an interesting one. Um, Jung versus Walker, Johnny Walker, Casey, Courtney Casey versus Maria Agapova, AK. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good, that's, that's the right, again, that's the right level of opponent for like a Macy Barber. That's the right level of opponent for Amir Agapova. I, 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 I don't mean to keep, uh, treating, um, Fierro too. Courtney, sure. I, and I don't mean to keep treating Courtney Casey as like this low level gatekeeper because she could win those fights yeah. and, and get her own and get her own sort of career back on track. If she beats a Fierro or she beats a Macy Barber, she beats a, um, uh, sorry, who, who you just mentioned that was, um, Fierro. Uh, no, before that, Agapova. Was the original well, Agapova? Yeah, any of those three names, she could beat them or, or a couple of them if they if they keep throwing her at prospects. Suddenly, Courtney Casey's back, talking about top fifteen, top ten. So, uh, yeah, Court Casey's the right name for those fighters, not Andrea Lee right now. I don't think. Yes, uh, Gerard Biagin, Yaya versus Chikadze, Cater Loser, Chaos versus Francisco Trinaldo, Joel Alvarez versus Riddell Fazeev, Loser, Andrea Lee, Lauren Murphy, two, Jay Porto, four. Uh, Yair versus Arnold Allen, Delima versus Bozer, quick turnaround, Chaos versus Abu Bakar Nurmagomedov. I like that fight too. Uh, Yudong versus Frankie Edgar. I don't think AK is going to like that pick. Hate it. Everyone, I saw like, two people mention that and say, like, I'm sorry, AK, we know you're going to hate this. Then why'd you mention it? Then why'd you bring it up? <laughs> That's why they you know I hate me. it. You know I hate it. Why'd you bring it up? But yeah, send, those, send that crap to Mike. All right. You know, you're right. I absolutely hate it. Terrible matchup. What the hell are you thinking? No. Um, the Arnold Allen thing, I want to. Uh, I like that matchup. I think that makes a. If you're Arnold Allen, you should be calling for that. Yep. You should really be calling for that fight. Maybe out of respect, you wouldn't do it after you just had a brutal like five round war with Max Holloway. But later this week, Arnold Allen, get that social man, I, or, or just freaking call the UFC matchmakers. Tell them you want that one. That makes a lot of sense. 
yeah, I know he's got the hand injury, and mm-hmm. I don't know if he's clear yet, but yeah, that's something to definitely definitely take a shot at. Andrew Lee versus Lauren Murphy, another one for that. Christian Nicholas, like Sean Woodson versus Andre Feely. Might be a little too soon for Woodson, but I like mm-hmm. the outside-of-the-box thinking. Uh, Tristan Gordette. Chaos Williams versus D-Rod. Boo! Boo! He knew. Like, he knows how to He knows how to get you. Horrible. He knows... That was like a, that was like a song versus Edgar for me. He's like, how do I needle? How do I really poke at Mike? Right there, he knows. No, it, he knows your big D Rod fan. No, you can't do that fight. Not now. <laughs> Not now. D Rod deserves top fifteen guy. Come on. Song Yudong versus Marlon Moraes. I like mm-hmm. it. Oh no. Yeah. Andrew Lee versus Manon Fioro. Boo. <laughs> Sean Woodson versus Damon Jackson. Like that one. Rafael Alvarez versus Steve Garcia. I, saw I don't mind. There. I actually don't mind that because Steve is tough, man. That's, yeah, he's a durable dude. I don't mind that fight. Dawin Jung versus Khalil Roundtree. Like that fight too. So two whiffs and some <laughs> couple singles and a, maybe a double mixed in there. Patrick Austin. I think Dawin Jung again is, is a bit higher above now in the rankings than some of these names that have been thrown out. I really do. Again, like I said, I was underrating him going in. Maybe now I'm overcompensating, but I do feel like he deserves top 15, top well, light heavyweight's pretty thin. Now, maybe maybe Cleo Rauchy is in the top 20, I was just saying. So yeah, he probably is. Yeah, it, It's pretty it, thin. Pretty thin to me. I'll, I'll admit, I picked Enjichuku to win, but it's not because I didn't think Daoun Jung was a good fighter. I just felt like Daoun Jung's going to try to finish him in the first. He's going to beat the hell out of Kennedy and Enjichuku. Enjichuku's going to survive and then just wear on him as the fight progresses, based on what we've seen the last couple times Enjichuku's fought. He went in there and took Carlos Ulberg's best shots and didn't get stopped. And then won the fight. So yeah, Daun Jung, great performance. That's a that's a great finish. That's a great finish to have on the resume, and I think that's going to age very very well. Uh, we end with Patrick Austin, Chaos versus the Leech. Sure, I like that fight. Song Yudong versus Hafiola Sunsao after his victory. So uh, an assumption. Andrew Lee versus Casey O'Neill after her victory. No, I don't like. I think all right. I will say this. Out of all, <laughs> Mike, get him, get him. I will say this of all these of all these names that are out there okay of all these names that that are being sprinkled out some i've completely poo-pooed some i've been like eh. casey o'neill is probably the best of the bunch casey o'neill goes out there beats roxanne modafari modafari does it impressively gets a finish sure i think that makes more sense than basie barber then way more sense than Manny Fioro. Um, and then some of the other names as well. Casey O'Neill has the best case for that fight. However, I think Andrew Lee deserves a non-prospect top seven or eight fighter. So, yeah. I But but out of all those names, Casey O'Neill, I, I, I like that one the most. Uh, and the other one's way less. Delima versus Juan Espino. Holloway, wow. Oh, now he's just trolling. He likes Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez too. I mean, just let him run it back. And then he likes Hamza versus Nick Diaz. He wants me to freak out since neither are banned from the show anymore. Okay. <laughs> don't take the bait. Like, don't take the bait. I'm not doing don't get it. baited. Patrick Austin trying to be the heel. We we've, we've heard his we've heard his messages from the past. He wants to be the heel of the show. He's challenging Tristan Gordet for that spot. Uh Tristan Tristan got the point. Tristan got the heel point this week, Patrick. So do better. AK Ooh. going to you. Yeah, all right. Uh, 
the, the you know the two obvious picks from the main event: Holloway, Volkanovski three, and uh, uh, Yair versus uh, uh, Ortega. So pretty, pretty, pretty much uh, most of the listeners I had um, in agreement. I did, I will say, I don't think you mentioned the possibility of Holloway versus Tony Ferguson. No one mentioned that. Yeah, so that's that fine. I like that one though. Our pal Casey Carpenter, who they said uh, most likely Max and Volker fighting, but I actually think Max wants the Connor fight. Maybe he should take a fight against Ferguson. Winner gets Connor. Why not have those two fights uh, be the you know for the sort of Connor comeback? I think Max is already going down as an all-time great. Why not go for the biggest payday? Trilogy is most likely, but but uh, <laughs> why go for a small percentage of a point? I'm going Ferguson versus Holloway. That's right, Casey. Go big or go home. Um, uh, and yes, there was quite a few mentions of Jess Holloway McGregor too at uh, at 155. Uh, what's some other? <laughs> there was a lot of Spencer suggestions, Mike, but like no enthusiasm behind them. O- almost all of them came with like this disclaimer of it'd be like Spencer versus Holm, I guess. Spencer versus uh, Wolf, I guess. Like people just did it. again. Our 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 dutiful. Uh, no, listeners, they know that it's it's part of the job. They got a match mix, so uh, she was on the main card and she won, so they had to do it. But not a lot of people just going like, "Oh, we got to, I have to see this matchup, Felicia Spencer." Just like none of that. Uh, what's some other good ones? I saw these are all group. Again, guys, I keep track of all these for points purposes, so don't worry if I don't mention it. Like I said, I loved Alvarez versus Surkian, uh, Andrea Lee, Lauren Murphy too. Our listeners were on point. That is the best matchup for my cousin Andrea. So, uh, so cuz, if you're out there, campaign for that matchup. Uh, we'll talk about it the next the next family barbecue, and uh, for Don Jung, uh, Menafield, that was Menafield most popular pick I saw. But anyways, a lot of good uh, consensus picks. I'll, re- I'll I'll run down some of the uh, individual messages I got here. A couple of first timers who definitely need to be read out. Uh, at Zombie Fight Fan, I'm sorry guys, I got to do a better job of uh, keeping these uh, keeping these organized. Well, I'll read. Uh, why can't I find this? Uh, I'll read uh, at Joshua Ladin Joshua I'm, I can't read Joshua Dylan Senior, who's a first timer. Uh, they just said we didn't know if we recorded the show yet. They just made it in. Uh, Mike and Casey kept mentioning a year fighting uh, Kato or Giga on the post fight show, but I thought Brian was a clear and obvious next choice for him. I don't have uh, much time to make more picks. That's all I got. So. Uh, another Ortega, but just acknowledging that they did listen to post fight show. Uh, a lot of love, a lot of comments. So thank you, thank you at Joshua Dylan Senior. And I'm sorry that I could not read the name initially because I'm an idiot. Um, I'm still trying to. Gosh, where's this other first time? People forgive me. My mic, you know, my mic was out of control. I, I still have not recovered from my awkward start to the show, uh, and I have no idea why I cannot find this message now. I don't know if I deleted this person or or what I'm doing. Uh, I'll read some of the others first. Um, at Lego my ego underscore Bofa, what a name says. Should uh, Enzuchuku be cut, Mike? I think that's a bit harsh. What? Why? He's, he's on a three fight win streak heading into this fight. I don't know. Uh, not a fan. Not a fan of Enzuchuku. Uh, Denny Caps. I like uh, Woodson versus Tukagov. I don't. That's wow. That's pretty good. Might be a little high for Woodson, but I mean. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a fine fight. Uh, I found my first timer. I'm sorry, they're at Zombie Fight Fan. Their their username is 36 year old Hendo throwing spinning s word. Um, 
Uh, first timer here, I go to the Slip the Jab podcast for my weekly MMA Digest, and on to the next one for that nerdy matchmaking goodness I can't live without. So, uh, shout out to uh, Slip the Jab podcast. Uh, guys, give them a follow. Been listening regularly for about a year, want to contribute and start my collection of Otno points. It's never, people, it's never too late to start. <laughs> the, the only mistake is not starting. The only mistake is not starting. I know people are like, is it too late to get in the game? You know, it's like it's like it's like a, like a, like it's like a cryptocurrency or NFTs. It's like no man, it's never too late. You you, you may have wished you've gotten in there earlier, but it's never too late. So uh, I'll just read all their picks here. Max Volk three, Delima versus oh, uh, Saint Prue two, Electric Boogaloo, uh, Chaos versus Kevin Lee, Yadong versus Timur Valiev. Uh, no disrespect to Spencer, just no idea what to do with her. Uh, a zombie fight fan, you weren't the only one. Uh, yeah, year versus Tega is the way to go. Let them heal up, throw down on a fight night headliner, pay per view opener. Uh, the prospect has me licking my lips more than any of my picks for the winners. And just says, thanks for everything. Uh, thanks for everything you both do. Looking forward to the show every single Sunday. Cheers from Salt Lake City. Shout nice. out to SLC, Mike. SLC checking in. Uh, we got uh, uh, Nicklinville at Nicklinville with a question, Mike. Uh, I believe it is. Uh, why am I so disorganized? I believe the question is uh, Herb Dean related. Uh, Nicklinville wants to know. Uh, they feel good. Mark Goddard, the, clearly the best ref, showed one of the reasons tonight. Uh, among other things, he used the eye poke time to bring the doctor to check the vision of my year with all the previous damage done. Uh, doesn't just ask the guy four different times for a number until he gets the right one. <laughs> <laughs> they say they forgot what ref did that, but uh, they they thought it might have been Irv, her, it might have been someone else. Uh, who do you guys feel is slash are the best refs in MMA? I think we have some pretty obvious answers here. Yeah, I think Goddard's up there. Uh, And one of the things that I like about Goddard is that he is open. He is honest. He comes out in the public and responds to things. If he he makes a mistake, doesn't realize it at the time, goes back and watches it and realizes he comes out and addresses it. Uh, That's what I like. I think right now, Jason Herzog, uh, while he's made some mistakes as well, the OSP, Tanner Bozer fight in particular... Um, he is as good as it gets right now, in my opinion. I think he's, I think he's one. I put Goddard at two. Um, yeah, I think that's the. You could one A one B him if you want, but I think those are the yeah. two best right now. No, I, I was going to say Herzog as well. I think he's the one. He gets a lot of love on social media. He's very active on social media, uh, responding to people, which I think people like a lot. So, uh, yeah, that, that does, those are my, my two guys for sure. So um, thank you for the question, Nick Linville. At Fastbender J, uh, Song Yadong versus the Adrian Yanez, David Grant winner, November 20th. I'm into it. They might be a little bit behind him in the rankings, but again, with a win, I presumably would bump one of them up a little bit. So don't, I don't hate it at all. Sure. Nate Andrews, uh, Alvarez versus Dober. Really big on this one. Alvarez needs to prove he can make weight consistently before getting top 15, uh, top 10, top 15 fighters in the division. And this fight rules. It would be a great fight. Um, again, you know, with all the crap we've talked about Alvarez, he's super, super talented. Uh, and I would, I, there's a lot, like I said, there's a lot of great matches for him. But uh, I, again, I was really, really put off by some of that. Yeah, I, I, th- I think Alvarez needs to cut to 45 and make featherweight first. And then that's, that's the punishment. I'm just, I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He did start his career at 45 when he was a younger man. I have a feeling that's probably out of reach for him. Yes, now. I would say so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Herb Dean, uh, discretion, decision making. Man needs to actually decide to step in and be decisive. Yeah, that's all we're saying. Like, yeah, no, I don't think anyone's like saying he's the worst person in the world. Barry O'Reilly uh, wants to clarify last week. They had a comment that confused both of us. I don't know if you remember this, Mike. Uh, uh, Spaniard versus. 
it was the Spino versus Barnett uh, Battle of the Spaniards or something, and we were like, what? Like, I did not know. Chris Barnett was born in Zaragoza, Spain, apparently. Oh, I was not aware of that. I, I think he moved to the U.S. when he was like two years old. Like he, I think it was like Spain, then Germany, and then to the U.S. where he where he grew up. Um, and he was ro- rocking the Spanish flag. So I missed this. I, I apologize to everyone. I, I, I should have noticed. If he was rocking on the Spanish flag and I missed it, I must have been distracted by the dancing and all the other spectacularness that uh, <laughs> Chris Barnett brought to the page. <laughs> Uh, so they said, you probably know all this. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, Barry, thank you for letting us know. Uh, but my, my reasoning was questioned, so I got to explain myself. As I am, this is Barry O'Reilly speaking, I am the most intelligent listener, and not these other jabronis. I mean jabronis in the most respectful way. Oh, my goodness. Barry O'Reilly throwing their hat, <laughs> their hat into the ring. I love They're it. They're like uh, Hakka Alves versus Mason Jones. That's a banger. Dan Jung versus Johnny Walker. Sure. And... Uh, some other matchups that I'm not going to read because you're going to hate because you already said how much you hate them. Uh, Miles Hutton, thank you, Miles, for coming in with a question. <laughs> uh, well, they want to have you guys seen an uptick in picks from European listeners on these early cards? I don't know if I've been counting. I think I, I do think there has been maybe at least a handful more. Um, it, the, the time it has helped a lot because normally a ten o'clock card, a lot of the of course European fans are just the last thing they're going to do is stay up another. You know, ten minutes to make auto picks. It's, it's time to go to sleep or <laughs> enjoy yeah. their enjoy their Sunday. Uh, so yeah, I think so a little bit. Um, they also suggested uh, uh, Alvarez versus Hernandez Moicano winner UFC two seventy one, uh, and uh, uh, Woodson versus Bagdasarian, which again we've discussed. Ryan Doherty, uh, yep, Song Yadong versus Saeed Nurmagomedov, Stamen winner. The other fight Saeed or rematch with Cody uh, Rodriguez versus. Uh, Shikadze Cater winner January 15th. So I like those. Braden O'Neill, Woodson versus the Sabatini Lutz winner November 20th. Casey versus Mazo? Um, I mean, I guess. I think yeah, I, I, I think Casey's me. above that, but yeah, I mean, if they made it, that's fine. They're with me on Don Jung versus Krilov. Let's get this going, guys. Yeah, Krilov, I like it. Uh, ain't no expert. Chaos Williams versus Nicholas Dalby. Yeah, great fight. We just again, Nicholas Dalby. We don't know. He just seems like he's taking some time off. Hopefully, we get, we see him booked for fight uh, early 2022. But have not heard anything. Um, Sa- Song Yadong versus Montel Jackson. Oof. It's a tough fight, man. That's a real tough fight. Uh, Seamus Law getting around my note. This is my fault. I was not. I have said in the last few shows, no Tim Means fights because we're hashtag uh, you know lobby for Robbie. I assume people would understand. I also meant don't match up Robbie Lawler, but I did not make that clear. So Seamus Law sneaking in there with Chaos Williams versus Robbie Lawler. Amazing fight, but Seamus, damn it, I want Tim Means versus Robbie Lawler. Hashtag lobby for Robbie. No more matching up Tim Means or Robbie Lawler. Damn it. I'm surprised. I'm surprised no one threw out the loser of Kiesa versus Sean Brady for Chaos. I think Sean. Sean Brady's a tough. I, I don't know. I, I, he's a tough guy to match up with, win or lose. I do feel like a lot of people see him again, future champion. Like, I don't know. Maybe they don't want to mess with that. I'm not sure. But yeah, you're right. I did not, not see that at all. Uh, Woodson versus the, the Dawa Du Trezano winner, February 5th. Casey versus Eubanks Gato winner, Melissa Gato, December 18th. And Hapa uh, Alves versus Bahamondes Rangju winner, February 26th. So some nice speculative picks there. I always like those. Marcus McGahey with the. I'll, I'll, I'll read this whole thing. The Chugga 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 Toot Toot is the blessed expressed edition of On to the Next One. <laughs> <laughs> I said it really not right at the, the, the Toot Toot. Um, 
They, they, uh, uh, Marcus wants to say, let me start off by saying that for me, Yair, easily one of the biggest winners of the night, came in as a massive underdog, proceeded to fight like a bonafide title contender. So impressed. I agree. Nothing that happened last night tells me uh, Yair cannot fight for a title someday. Hafa uh, uh, Alves, Atman Azaitar, uh, Woodson versus Tristan Connolly. Song Yadong versus O'Malley, win or lose or draw against Paiva. Oh, I, I want. Oh, here we go. So, I'm giving Marcus a, a, one of my points, Mike, out of my stash, because uh, Marcus is the one who brought to my attention that reminded me that Paiva and uh, and uh, Song Yadong are training partners. So I would not even. I probably would have said the same thing uh, that was suggested earlier. Uh, Marcus also wants to mention. P.S. I once crossed paths with Max in a hotel lobby rather than bothering him. I greeted him with a knowing head nod. He smiled and very graciously reciprocated. I don't think I've ever felt cooler in my entire life. So, uh, <laughs> cool story, cool story, bro. I love it. <laughs> Four Corner Sports NY, Woodson versus Lerone Murphy. Eh, I think Murphy's a bit ahead of him. Great fight. I yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian Cashman also threw out Holloway for Cejudo. Uh, Hayes the third. Uh, did you see any of these? Did you get any Yair Zombie too? Yes, I did. Couple. Okay, yeah, I don't think that's out of the question. I don't think that's out of the question. We do want to see that run back someday. Um, Chaos Williams versus Muslim Salakov, if he loses to Michelle Pajeda. Uh, Woodson versus Sung Woo Choi. Casey versus uh, Mike Heck's favorite, Antonina Shevchenko. Uh, that's a good one. Thomas Collins coming in. Uh, Zhang versus Uzdemir. Maybe. Sure. Maybe I have no problem with that at all. He deserves to step up. They're going in opposite directions, but uh, Uzdemir is the higher ranked fighter. Uh, Alvarez, uh, Liam Perry, Alvarez versus Ismagulov. Yes, the two guys who missed weight, throw them in. <laughs> throw them in. <laughs> uh, Chris Stiles, uh, Chaos Williams versus Punz Nibio, Neil Loser. Uh, let's quickly hop over to Instagram here. Uh, I did not hear from the uh, other alternate Max Block, who I still think might be the same person, by the way. It's trolling us. Uh, Michael Conifrey, I liked uh, Rafael Alves versus Joe Selecki. Matt Bradbury with a lot of good picks. Courtney Casey, Luana Carolina. Chaos Williams versus Magni. Mm, no. Okay, shot it, shot down. It's not happening. It's just uh, no. But listen, but if, if, <laughs> one seventy is is loaded. Like I, yeah. I understand MMA is like a. It was a crazy knockout. Like, and I, don't, I, I haven't looked at the scorecards for that fight. I probably should look at the scorecards for that fight. But I, I mean, they were all over the place. A lot of people thought it was nineteen nineteen heading into the third. A lot of people thought Baeza won the first round. It's sure. that it was twenty eighteen Baeza because he landed the most significant strike of the round. So in some people's minds, Chaos Williams is losing that fight until the knockout. Like he needs, with a guy like that, with that much power, he's getting better. Like the guy is getting better. And him going to Jackson Wink, getting out of his comfort zone a little bit, his game is evolving. Why rush him? Why throw him into top 15 fights? Like you want to throw him in there with Robbie Lawler? Fine. Like I got no issue with that. But at the same time, like, is that the kind of fight that's going to get Robbie Lawler up and away from his family to prepare for? That's a tough. That's that's a tough one to predict. So, chaos could fight anybody right now. Like, throw him in there. How could I'm surprised the Nico Price one isn't like isn't unanimous. How is yeah. that not the unanimous pick of the whole entire Otno community? That makes so much as Nico Price in most people's rankings in my little personal journalistic rankings nico price is ranked higher than chaos williams right now despite the win over miguel baez it's not i mean we're talking like 30 to 23 ish range like they're they're right around the same so 
Who's going to be a top 15 guy? Let's have these guys fight. There's no reason to rush Chaos Williams into a top 15 fight, especially against a guy like Neil Magny. Like, that's a tough fight, man. That's a real tough fight. And you want to slow down the growth right there? Come on, let's build this guy up. I want to know more about Chaos Williams. Uh, Matt, I'd like to hear your rebuttal to that. So if you're listening to this I'm episode... I'm not mad uh, at you. I just... No, like, I, I, no I'm, just, I'm just... You know, it's hard to tell sometimes the difference, Mike. Sometimes you raise your voice, some, your enthusiasm, anger. It's confusing sometimes. So, <laughs> Poor D-Rod. Uh, so Matt, Poor D-Rod listened so, to the show. I'm sorry, D-Rod. <laughs> now they're trying They're trying to match you up with Chaos, and now they're trying to steal your shine and throw in Chaos with, with Neil Magny? Man, just because you broke your hand? Come on. Matt Bradbury, let Mike know. Um, Spencer, I, I kind of like this reasoning for uh, Spencer versus Lena Landsberg. Obviously, Lena Landsberg is pregnant right now, taking some time off. We don't know when she'll be back. Uh, but when she comes back, she may want to, you know, it might be a bit easier for her to come back at 145. She did compete above 135 uh, in a catchweight against Chris Cyborg, if you'll remember that. Um, so not out of the question. I, I, I don't know how long Felicia Spencer would have to wait for that, though. So, But I, I do like the reasoning. I do like the reasoning there, uh, Matt Br Bradbury. So thank you for that. And um, some Bellator picks here. Cyborg versus Megan Anderson, so bring her in. Uh, Linton Vassell versus Saeed Salma. Uh, Aaron Pico, Mads Brunel, uh, Arlene Blenko, Kat Zingano, and uh, Cody Law, and uh, Soto. I sh I'm sure I should have written his name, name down. Um, uh, Johnny Soto, excuse me. Forgive me, Johnny Soto. So thank you for the Bellator. People, Bellator, I, I should let people know, points for Bellator picks are uh, equal to any other Otno points. So if you want, I, I'm not, I don't want to, like a, a flood of Bellator picks in if you don't want to do them, people, but I'm saying if you're looking for points, it's a good way to get them. Uh, same with the Contender Series stuff. Uh, unfortunately, that's, that's over for now, but people, you got points for those if those happen. Jesse Thundercleese, uh, Woodson versus Herbert Burns. Um, let's give him an interesting name. Herbert Burns, coming off a loss a bit over a year ago, would be a notable name for both guys, cement either place uh, in the top 25, top 30 for either guy. I like that you say top 25, top 30, because that's such a conservative and logical reading, and not just saying, like, oh, whoever wins this would be in the top 15. I'm like, so thank you, just Thunderclays. Thunderclays are very reasonable, very smart. Uh, Dad Jackson, DeLima versus Volkov? Sure. And they also it's want high to see up Lee there, Murphy. bud. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's right. It's really high. They also want to see Lee Murphy uh, again, but also throw an entourage for an ECW-style three-way dance. So, sure. Elimination? Yeah. Elimination match? I think I think all ECW triple threats were elimination style, yes. if I'm not mistaken. You, you, you can correct me on that. I believe that is the difference between a three-way dance and a triple threat. Triple threats are first guy to get a pin wins. Yes. Three-way dance is elimination. So. Finish only I, triple I, threat match. I dig it. And I think Dad Jackson knows the difference. So props to you, Dad Jackson. If that if that fight somehow gets made in Fight Circus, then you are getting the points for sure. Terry Funk needs to uh, be the special guest referee. Or... Yeah, <laughs> we got to bring in the Funkster. Uh, MMA heads, uh, Yair Rodriguez, Magomed Sharapov. Uh, people kind of moved on from this, but I still want to see it. I and mean, we still want to see us beat, I mean, just fight anybody really. But Yeah. Uh, Chaos Williams, uh, Salakov, uh, a Loser, Don Jung versus... John Alan, I think that's what they're saying. Uh, John Jung is so far ahead of John Alan. I'm not sure. Unless you want to see John Alan get, get killed for some reason. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Carlos Torres, Buckley Cazares. Uh, we touched upon this. Should er, should Herb Dean retire? I, I don't necessarily think so, but Mike, I don't know. He's got to be better. He's got to be better. Holloway versus Mike Chandler. I talked about that on the post fight show. I would. I mean. That's there's so many fun options for Holloway. He could do whatever he wants right now. He's in that he transcends titles, he transcends divisions. He doesn't need a belt. 
He doesn't need to fight for titles. He can have these fights, and they're all awesome. They're all what great. A what a great fighter. What a what a gift Max Holloway is. Um, well, I spelled that wrong. I was worried. Uh, and uh, they also suggested uh, Spencer go to Bellator to fight Katzengano and uh, Andrea Lee just got entourage, not in a uh, triple threat match. Uh, <laughs> let's go to our emails. Just a couple of emails here. Tyler Burrell, uh, who uh, a lot of picks other people have made, but led the charge with uh, Holloway, uh, Holloway Volkanovski. He was the first, uh, first message I read, so I do want to shout out Tyler Burrell. Thank you for the picks. And Kate, back to Casey Carpenter to close us out. Uh, always with the compliments. Great, great programming as usual. Thank you, uh, Casey Carpenter. Uh, Dot Jung versus Jacoby. Um, yes, love it. Love that too. Woodson, Woodson versus Nate Landwehr. Love it. Holloway versus uh, Oh Ferguson. I've read this one out. That's right. Actually, I read I read their notes. Winner against McGregor. And uh, Casey Carpenter also wanted to ask about my thoughts on AEW Full Gear. They're watching the replay apparently as they sent me this email, and I will just say quickly, I did watch. I had a day off. I love the UFC guys, you know that. I'm very, I was very hyped for the UFC, but I also love my pro wrestling, so uh, I've watched both. I did end up watching both. Uh, I was more focused on Full Gear last night. Great show for anyone uh, who's a who's a wrestling fan, AEW fan. Um, if you're a lapsed fan, I would tell so many people to give AEW a chance. It is the most fun I've had following a promotion regularly in probably a decade. Um, but, you know, I'm a very kind of jaded former WWE fan. I think they have a lot of talents. Um, I'm not, I have nothing against you watching them, but I'm an AEW guy through and through. And Full Gear was an awesome show, uh, top to bottom. Probably one of the best pay per views I've seen since the last AEW pay per view. So um, check that out, people. For if, you're, if you're an MMA and wrestling fan, that's uh, that's definitely the way to go with it. And, and MMA, MMA Hour, recent MMA Hour guest, Brian Danielson, had a great match with Miro. Uh, so if you just only care about that because you saw him in the MMA Hour, check that one out. So uh, that's it. I want to end end on a nice pro 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 wrestling pro MMA uh, note. And thank you to all the listeners, of course. Uh, reach out to me, guys. Email alex.lee at espionation.com. On Twitter at Alexander K Lee. On Instagram at Alexander K K Lee. I might have gotten that one backwards. I don't remember. But uh, you know where to find us by now. Come on. You, you know where to find us. You guys are the best. Uh, I forgot about M underscore Ruffles one fifteen. He always makes the spreadsheets. Uh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. and, he sent to, and he sent to both of us. So like, I'm like, I've just left my candle. He's Mike's problem now. <laughs> I'm trying to see if there's anything categories esque. I'll join you in. We both have, yeah, we both have it. So uh, Chaos Williams, Kevin Lee, Song Yunong, Jack Shore, another Alvarez, Rukian, Andrew Lee, Fioro, Boo, uh, Woodson, Jamal Emmers, Courtney Casey, Myra Bueno Silva, Alves, Magaman, Mustafaev, Down Jung, Alonzo Menafield. There you go. Very organized, M. Ruffles 115. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, so there you go. We've had, we got to calm down. We got to, we got to, we got to calm down a little bit from uh, these last two UFC events. Action packed. UFC 267, the last three. 267 was great. 268 was bananas. Vegas 42 is bananas. And then we're back at it next Saturday before a rare weekend off from the UFC. We got Caitlin Vieira. Versus Misha Tate headlining UFC Vegas 43. This is a uh, somewhat early start time card. Is this a noon Eastern card, or is this is this a three p three Eastern card? We'll have to figure. I don't it. know. It's early. I don't know if we know yet. I don't know if we know yet. Yeah, maybe AK will. Yeah, we'll look at that. Co-main event: Michael Chiesa versus Sean Brady. Uh, Hani Yaya versus Kyung Ho uh, Kang. Kyung Ho Kang. Yeah. Uh, Joanne Wood, formerly Joanne Calderwood. Yes, the Calder. She's married now, and has uh, the Calder is gone now. The Calder is gone. Uh, the Calder taking on Tyler Santos. Good fight. Uh, 
this week's one of this week's uh we got next guests adrian yanez taking on davy grant tucker lutz versus pat sabatini rafa garcia versus natan levy making his debut uh, Loma Lukbunmi taking on another this week's <laughs> We Got Next guest, Lupi Godinez, who is just such that a savage. A, that is, I say, that is not an error, by the way, people. Lupi Godinez is fighting again for the third time in like two months. <laughs> such a beast. Such a beast. Terrence McKinney versus <laughs> Ferez Zayem. Hey. Cody Durden versus uh, Aori Kilang. Uh, Shailen Nuer Dian Bianchi. Wow. Versus Sean Soriano and uh, Luana Pinheiro, who is supposed to fight Jessica Penne, uh, will now fight Sam Hughes. Good. Sam Hughes getting one more crack at the can at her proper weight class. Let's, let's get, I, I like Sam Hughes. I know she's had some very tough luck in the UFC, um, but, uh, you know, some matchmaking issues as well. Uh, some of them of her, her own making, but <laughs> I do like Sam Hughes. Uh, 3 o'clock, by the way. 3 p.m. Eastern time uh, prelims, 6 p.m. Eastern time main card. Okay. I don't according to so far according to ESPN that is the that is yes the. that is uh, okay so that's I believe that's what it is so there you go and we'll match week after that then we got a rare weekend off for the real Thanksgiving weekend and then back at it What's with a now? December <laughs> you're not sliding that one under the fence <laughs> hey just... Canadian hey, hey Canadian Thanksgiving it's, so, it's played right it's like Thanksgiving guys we did that <laughs> now you're <laughs> Uh, well, we'll see you next week, everybody. And just always remember, MMA, along with the holiday season, is supposed to be fun. And let's keep it that way. So for AK, I am Mike Heck. We'll see you back here next week once again on On to the Next One, the podcast. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. With the NBA Finals around the corner, you can bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet up to 1500 bucks if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Here's the truth about AI. AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people.